0: No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply.
1: The Buck Sexton Show. We're joined now by Chris Bedford. He is editor-in-chief of the Daily Caller News Foundation. Chris, great to have you. Thanks for having me. So we haven't really talked much about politics today, Chris. I'm hoping you can sort of bring everybody up to speed on, oh... What's going down in the world of all things political last 24 hours? We can start maybe with the DNC chair saying the Podesta emails have been doctored? Oh, really?
2: So they have not taken any credit so far or, or said whether or not these things are doctored, except for Donna Brazile, the interim chief. And part of that is because, well, it's likely that these were brought to our attention from a foreign government, likely Russia, so they could have tampered. They have a history of that. But the Clinton campaign hasn't said it either way, because so far, everything they've put their eyes on looks completely legit. It's embarrassing, but it's true. The only person who's really got something to lose here is the DNC chair. She could lose her job at CNN because it looks like she leaked emails, she leaked questions, which she should never have had in the first place to Hillary Clinton before a debate. And now she's lashing out, she's saying it could have been doctored, and she's also saying that as a Christian woman, she refuses to be persecuted, which is borderline insane.
1: Wait a second. Donna Brazil, whom I've actually debated over at CNN, I'm not sure she's a huge fan of mine. Side note, Donna Brazil is is accused of passing CNN debate questions to Hillary Clinton. I actually I, I didn't realize that that was uh, that was one of the things from these emails. I must have missed that one.
2: Yeah, that one came out just a few days ago, and it, and you, you wouldn't be the only person to have missed it. That was one of the interesting things about this past debate, is I think that a lot of American people for the first time, not, not yourself, but a lot of folks for the first time heard about some of these Podesta emails because so much of the media has been completely ignoring them. But one of the things that did come out is that Donna Brazile, a CNN contributor, and now the interim head of the DNC, actually has an email saying, I got the question to Hillary Clinton. And it looks incredibly guilty. And when she was called out by, on it by Megyn Kelly, she said that she's being persecuted as a Christian woman. And then when she was called out in the, in the spin room by reporters, she said, like you just mentioned, that the emails have been doctored. That's quite,
1: I mean, once you start playing the emails have been doctored uh, card, I mean, this reminds me of when Anthony Weiner was claiming that he was hacked, and it's like, well, that can be proven one way or another. And with this email situation, I guess she figures it's not a criminal issue, so no one's going to subpoena the emails or anything, but um, that you're you're risking quite a bit of well, whatever credibility one has by saying that an email is fake when it's not. I, I, don't, I, I think that's quite a risk, but maybe she figures it'll all blow over.
2: He's certainly hoping it's going to blow over, and a lot of news uh, outlets have been just declining to cover it. And also... Right now, it's looking like Hillary Clinton's way ahead in the polls and could win this election. And she knows full well that if she holds on to her head until Hillary Clinton's in charge of the Democratic Party, she sends a good chance of keeping it.
1: Now, uh, what else are you guys on to over there at the Daily Caller News Foundation? Tell us, tell us what's, uh, what's hot off the presses or the website, such as it is.
2: Well, we have uh, an example of a, an Orange County college student who was arrested uh, last year, actually, but we sentenced him and his cohort to thirty years in prison today for trying to use the Pell Grant money they were given to excel and do well in the United States to join ISIS. Which is what? another funny thing because why you think someone you get a Pell Grant, you're going to college, you must be smart. Apparently you can't be too smart though if you're trying to use all that money to travel to a war zone to join a murderous terrorist group. And he got busted also because he's not too smart, partially because he was tweeting about it. Saying, so he was saying, saying I'm, I'm using my Pell Grant to
1: join ISIS? That's probably not a smooth he move. He didn't
2: say the Pell Grant yet, but he was he was pledging allegiance to ISIS and buying a plane ticket with his buddy. And they couldn't wait to go die for the profit. So the FBI started looking into it. I and, mean, you know, you have to be careful when in the FBI. You can't just pull someone down for, for tweeting something. He, that's freedom of speech. So they waited till they got to the airport with their $3,000 in Pell Grant money and their tickets to uh, Israel via Turkey, where they were just going to hop off the plane. And they nabbed them there, and today they went to prison for 30 years for treason to the United States.
1: Wow. That is quite a that is quite a sentence. I guess they particularly find it, it, it... The federal government gets particularly annoyed when you want to use the federal government's money to try to help a terrorist organization that wants to destroy the federal government. I feel like that that makes sense.
2: That adds up. It does make sense, but it's, it's it's rare seeming. I mean, some of the old, some of the original conservative movements, founders in the 50s, uh, Georgetown University, got their start by saying, hey, wait a second. We have all these foreign students coming into the States and they're taking, scientific, they're taking uh, money from the federal government to pursue science and they're leaving and going to work for our foreign adversaries. So why don't we have a loyalty oath to people who take this? take these uh, grants to study science in the United States and they were attacked and called fascists and called the worst things ever and they went on to start the group Young Americans for Freedom and fight for they ended up winning so it's, it's an old old uh, fight of well why can't I use my why can't I use my scholarship money to destroy America
1: <laughs> yeah apparent, apparently it can get you in a lot of trouble what else is uh what else is hot over at the D.C.?
2: So some of the things we've been covering, uh, we've got a professor at the University of Toronto, is a psychology professor who made he recorded two lectures and posted them online and said that you don't get to use your chosen pronoun. And that's the kind of thing, standing up to the, instead of he or she. So, 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 saying, he, so he's saying
1: yeah, the pronoun is the reality of your gender. You don't get to just be like, I'm going to be this one.
2: Yep. And since these people, since his enemies have decided that the pronoun that you make up is the reality of your gender. They've also decided that not calling someone by that pronoun is quote, literal violence. Now, obviously that's not actually violence, but 250 of his fellow faculty have signed on to a letter telling him to take it back, telling him to change his point of view, kind of a threatening letter saying that children are afraid to go to their classes because, One teacher, a geography teacher, signed on this letter saying that students wouldn't attend her class because they were afraid unless she signed this letter. So I know this is just a little north of the border, but the same insanity is going on in the United States. We're covering it pretty closely. And it's spreading through all the college campuses, and all these people are going to grow up incubated. And terrifyingly enough, they'll be making decisions someday.
1: Yeah, uh, they'll, they'll work their way into the power structure and they'll be ready for Hillary. And, you know, well, I guess at that point, they'll be somebody else, but they'll be ready for whoever the progressive candidate of choice is. Well, look, we really appreciate you uh, joining us, Chris Bedford, editor in chief of the Daily Caller News Foundation. Great to have you. Everyone, check out the latest at thedailycaller.com. Chris, thanks again.
2: Thank you. The Buck Sexton Show.
1: The experts at
0: Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com